0: You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thursday, April the 26th, 2018. The world knows it as day one of the NFL draft, but we know it here on the Locked on Kings podcast as just another day of a massive offseason for the Sacramento Kings. Hello, everybody. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege and pleasure of being your host here on the Locked on Kings podcast. This podcast provides every single weekday content, updates, stories, commentary. It's all right here for you on the Locked on Kings podcast, and it's going to carry out through every weekday of this entire crazy summer that we are about to be a part of. The NFL Draft is today. The NBA Draft is coming a couple months away from now, so just the excitement that you may have as an NFL player or NFL fan uh, going into today, imagine that tenfold as we approach the NBA Draft coming up. Before that is the NBA Draft lottery. After that is Summer League. After after that is uh, training camp, and then you have the start of the 2018-2019 season All of that time, the Locked On Kings podcast will be here for you on the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, Matt, what's that podcast network you keep mentioning? The Locked On Podcast Network is the place to be for sports podcasts and sports entertainment. Every single NBA team has a Locked On Podcast. Why I bring that up is that I encourage you, even if you're just simply a Kings fan and don't care about any other team in the league, I encourage you to check out those podcasts from time to time, whether the Kings are playing the team uh, or a team in question or that team is drafting right before or after the Kings. Maybe whatever team ends up with the number one overall pick, hopefully it's the Kings, but if it's not, maybe listen to their podcast to get an understanding of what they're trying to do, what they're thinking about. You can get so much great perspective by checking out the work and listening to the perspectives and the opinions of other teams and other teams, reporters, or uh, podcast hosts that have surrounded themselves with that team and with that culture, much like we have here in Sacramento. I wanted to start out today's show with some good news, and I have some good news for you. But first, for those of you that don't know, my name is Matt George. I am a show host, I'm a producer, and I'm a multimedia journalist for Sports 1140, KHDK. That is the flagship radio station, of the Sacramento Kings. I know we have some listeners that are new to this podcast that have been deeply ingrained in the Sacramento area so they know the content that KHDK delivers. You can promise that tier of quality, if not even more so right here on the Locked On Kings podcast. I can also promise you you'll hear some familiar voices and have some familiar names come on. Grant Napier joined us from time to time. Doug Christie has joined us before. Jason Ross, the former host of this podcast, who's the program director of KHDK and also one of the hosts on the Lowdown. Uh, He'll be joining me this summer. Charles T. Hamilton is my partner in Prime here on the podcast. You'll hear him on the KHDK airwaves. We are a family at KHDK, and that family has br- or been brought in some way, shape, or form to the Locked On Podcast Network, and we're very excited for that. The good news coming in just a second one more piece of house cleaning that I have to uh, get out of the way, or housekeeping, I guess is the word or the term. Uh, I need your help. Quite frankly, I need your help. This offseason is going to be a long road of ups and downs and a bumpy road at that. I know we're fresh off the end of the 2017-2018 season, which means I know that you Sacramento Kings fans have some stuff you need to get off your chest. You have some takes. You have some opinions. You have some complaints. You have some praises. You want to share them. This is the place to share them. At MattGeorgeKHDK. You can send them to me on Twitter, or you can reach out to me on email, mgeorge.com at sacklocalmedia.com. Send me any of your questions that you may have. Send me your your takes uh, about the season, where you'd like the Kings to go, your predictions for this offseason, your desires for the NBA draft, who you want the Kings to go out and get, maybe who they should target in free agency. You want to talk playoffs. Hell, you want to talk anything uh, in regards to the NBA, send it to me. And if it's good and if it's conversation worthy, I will bring it right here to the Locked on Kings podcast. Finally, I need one more thing from you. I need you to go on iTunes, pause this podcast right now or wait till the end of it and go on to iTunes. And I need you to make a quick account really quick if you don't already have one, super quick. Even if you don't use iTunes, take 30 seconds. Find the Locked On Kings podcast in the iTunes store under podcast. All you have to do is go to the main page and just leave a review. Out of five stars and a quick little blurb of what you like about the show, what you don't like, any improvements that you want to see, anything at all that you can and want to provide us, it's all good, even if it's bad stuff, it's all good. We want to hear it, so please bring that to us. It would help us out a ton. I'm not going to make you suffer any longer. I have good news, people. I have good news that I want to share. I talked yesterday about the shakeups in regards to our community here in Sacramento, how uh, tight-knit of a community we are. Those who are part of that community know full well what I'm talking about. Those who don't quite Understand it yet, but are wanting to become a part of it, you're in the right place. I'll tell you that much. This community is unlike anything else in Sacramento and is built completely around the Sacramento Kings franchise. We had some shocking news a couple days ago that the Sacramento Kings were. Uh, making some changes in, in their front office and one of the changes uh, was in regards to uh, Scott Moke, the former Sacramento Kings PA announcer. Well, you can remove the title former because he was never let go or fired uh, from his PA position. He was just removed from his, he had a vice president role uh, in community outreach and been working and holding other roles with the front office it, itself. But when they dismissed him of those duties they still allowed him to or left the door open if he was interested to return in some PA capacity he has gratefully accepted that or I should say grateful I'm grateful that he has accepted that Scott Moke will remain the PA announcer for the Sacramento Kings uh, and he's going to continue to try and pursue different ways that he can serve the Sacramento community That just speaks to who he is as a person so but phenomenal news I said it yesterday's podcast I'll say it again really quick Part of what makes the Sacramento Kings game experience and the Sacramento Kings fan base and that energy so iconic is the voice of PA announcer Scott Moak. I'm so thankful and blo- and just happy uh, to know that he is going to be returning. He will be still in that role because I can honestly tell you I cannot comprehend Kings basketball inside of the Golden 1 Center, Arco Arena in general. I cannot comprehend Sacramento Kings basketball without the voice of Scott Moak. So I'm so pleased and so happy that it's returning. Very happy for him. Happy to call him a uh, a friend and a colleague of mine. And uh, it's going to be everything normal uh, going forward. And it'll be great on opening night. Maybe a little extra special on opening night when he announces the Sacramento Kings starting lineup for the 2018-2019 season. So what are we talking about today? Well, there have been two major areas of contention and conversation this season amongst Kings fans. One of them was at the beginning of the season, the other towards the middle and the end. The other one that we've talked way too much about on this podcast platform has been tanking and the idea that the Sacramento Kings are trying to lose games to maximize their draft position. Ultimately, that conversation is is coming to an end, although we're starting to see the results of whether the Kings lost or didn't lose enough, whatever it may be. Uh, we're going to see with the draft lottery and the upcoming NBA draft, and everybody's going to scream that their side is right and wrong and, and all of that jazz. But the other one at the beginning of the season that was a major area of contention was Dave Yeager and his rotations. We are going to spend the next few minutes here on the Locked on Kings podcast going through a full performance review from this season for head coach Dave Yeager. Let me start by saying this. It's going to be a two-parter. Part one, we're going to look at right here in just a second. We're going to look at his rotations, and then we're going to grade him also on the scale of his player development. Because I think those are the two main parts of Dave Yeager and what he brings to this team that you can really focus on uh, and break down and dissect. Let me put it, or make it very clear for you. There are a lot of people that I know are maybe losing faith in Dave Yeager, aren't too happy with his rotations or, or what he brings to the table. I will just say this. I think Dave Yeager is a phenomenal coach. I think he's even more of a phenomenal human being. I know he is well-respected by everybody in that locker room and everybody in this franchise. He's a brilliant basketball mind. And as we're going to look at with developing players, he has a lot of experience in his past of, playing young guys and maximizing their talent and helping bring them to be an NBA-ready player or an NBA-star caliber player. He's done it before, and I think he's doing it again with this roster. So in my opinion... And with my takes on everything in this podcast, it's going to be relatively positive because I'm a big fan of Dave Yeager and I believe he is the right man for the job. I'm going to ask you for your opinions too. Stay tuned for that. But first, let's dive into the rotations. This is the one major area of contention that I've heard amongst fans about Dave Yeager and it comes completely with playing veterans versus playing rookies. The Sacramento Kings, we know, have had a bunch of young talent, and they do have a bunch of young talent on this team, and we knew that this season coming into this year was going to be a year of finding out what you have and developing talent. We knew that right off the bat. Dave Yeager and Vlade have said it themselves. He said this is a process that is going to be taking a couple of years. We are still a couple years away. He said at the beginning of this year to remove any idea of Kings fans that this team would be making or trying to grade themselves or push for any kind of playoff appearance. That wasn't realistically the goal. Dave Yeager's mindset this entire season was all about developing these players, maximizing their ability to succeed, and getting them ready for that next step that's hopefully going to come this summer and into next year. Last season, the season before the one that just wrapped up in 2016-2017, when DeMarcus Cousins was still a part of this team in the Golden 1 Center Open, Dave Yeager and the Kings were all about making the playoffs because that was their number one goal. Obviously, that changed. So one thing we can point out right off the bat about Dave Yeager is he listens, even if he doesn't necessarily agree completely with what the front office wants, he listens to it, and he does it as best as he can his way. And I appreciate that, and he stuck true to his way. Now, that's rubbed some Kings fans the wrong way because a lot of them were not happy with how much playing time some of the veterans were getting, particularly earlier on in the season. I stood in front of Dave Yeager because I believed that there's so much more to basketball, and to learning the game of basketball than throwing your kids out there or throwing your rookies and second-year players out there for 35, 40 minutes a game against top NBA talent and expecting them just to learn by doing. I think that's a cop-out that so many of us use because we think, oh, if they get the minutes against that competition, surely they'll get better over time. But in my opinion, if you get 20 minutes, especially in a close game, against top-tier talent rather than 35 minutes in a blowout where you're down by 20 and you're basically facing the bench for the remainder of the game, you're going to learn a whole heck of a lot more from those 20 minutes than you would from the 35 to 40 that's just my opinion. Dave Yeager and many seem to agree with my opinion, hence the reason why he played so many of the veterans early on. That was his plan going forth. Also, we know from his background, he was in the G League first, and then he came and was the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies for a time, which is a veteran-heavy team. He spent a lot of time with those veterans and understood what they could bring to the table. Many of those veterans were on this team or are on this team now. Zach Randolph, Costa Kufos, are two that jumped to mind. Also, Vince Carter, he's had some experience with as well, so these are guys that he knew how to use right away and he understood their value and what they could bring to the table immediately the one area that you've heard Charles and I talk about it, we would have liked to see him adapt his Style a little bit. The biggest criticism I have against Dave Yeager in regards to his rotations is not the minutes distribution that he gave out. Although you can point to a couple of games throughout the season where I was like, "Eh, no, you uh, you're playing Garrett Temple too much here. Why isn't Buddy Heald playing here? Why is Bogdan Bogdanovich resting right now when he could or sitting right now when he could be getting good experience alongside De'Aaron Fox? Things like that. You could point and uh, or pick and point and pull them from different moments uh, throughout this season. But the one mare- major area. Uh, Of issue I had with Dave Yeager, and it's hopefully something that we'll see addressed this summer and heading into next year, is Dave Yeager seemed very uh, set in on his game plan and his style and how he wanted to coach this team, which benefited some of the veterans, like Zach Randolph in particular, and he didn't necessarily adapt his style towards the strengths of his team. The biggest area that I can point to is this team's fast-break offense, With De'Aaron Fox and Frank Mason as your two young point guards. Of course, there was George Hill there, but he doesn't really count in this conversation. But with De'Aaron Fox and Frank Mason as your two young point guards, with athletic bigs like Willie Cauley-Stein, with players that can run the floor like Buddy Heald, with such a young roster and a young lineup, pushing the ball, in my opinion, should be the number one. And the Kings didn't seem to do that. Also, He started off the season starting Buddy Heald, and Buddy Heald did not seem to really be able to get anything going. You could point to that for two reasons. One, he was just shooting himself out of games because he was trying to come out maybe a little too aggressive without the confidence, uh, and it never really got him anywhere. Uh, He was forcing things a little bit. And number two was I don't think he necessarily knew or the offense wasn't necessarily set up to maximize his ability. Starting coming off the bench... When he, started, when he began to wait maybe the first eight minutes of the game and then come in and really provide that major scoring spark off of the bench, that's where you start to see uh, Buddy Heald maximize his talent, not just because the game started coming to him and he allowed himself to get into the flow and, and understand and feel the flow from the bench and then come in and, and play his part on it, but also the second unit's offense was more geared around him because they needed his scoring, and that's where he started to succeed. So in my opinion... The one major thing, rotations-wise, I like the fact that towards the end of the season, and he kind of had to because the season was over. Everybody was talking about tanking, uh, and the veterans, I guess, needed their rest because they're older and it's a long season, whatever you want to say there. Uh, It was good that you saw so many young players playing, particularly down the stretch, that the one thing about Dave Yeager's rotations that you can't disagree with at all is for the majority of this season, even early on, if the Kings were in a close game, a lot of times the young guys were on the floor because he recognized one, they need to learn from these situations, and two, they actually give us the best chance to win right now. He understood that and got that early, and he provided that and pushed that and uh, made that a a necessary or a must-have uh, for these young guys going forward. But ultimately, Dave Yeager... Needs to understand, or I would like for him to. And look at me, listen to me telling him how to coach his team. He knows a whole hell of a lot more about basketball than I do. But in my opinion, it would benefit Jaeger and it would benefit the Kings for Dave to morph and change his style a little bit and adapt it around the pieces that he now knows that he has. And maybe that's what the case was for this entire year: was he didn't know quite what he had yet. He understood the high brown, Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox from their success in college, but he didn't necessarily know what I have as an NBA product yet. So rather than just throw them in and let them do their thing and try and build around them, maybe he wanted to build around his established veterans already, plug them into that system, get them to learn that, and then start to adapt it as he discovered more of what he had. I hope that is the case, and we will see throughout this summer and as we approach training camp towards next season. The other major area that I talked about that we need to uh, grade Dave Yeager this season is player development. And this is where I think he succeeds and excels uh, more than most coaches if you plug them into that situation. Dave Yeager has a incredible background of grinding through the ranks of the G League as a head coach. And the G League is all about player development. It used to be called the D League for the Development League. And Yeager has basically spent the majority of his career, working specifically with players, their strengths, and trying to get them uh, to the peak of their ability to to hopefully be called up and become an NBA product. Dave Yeager has done that time and time again throughout his career, which is why I think he's such a good fit for a young team that is still trying to figure things out. De'Aaron Fox still has a lot more to uh, develop. Buddy Heald still has a lot more to develop. Hell, Willie Cauley-Stein still has a lot more to develop. Dave Yeager is the right coach for that job. But look at the Kings, look at the young players Pick a name and look at them at the beginning of the season to the end and tell me you don't see growth for almost every single one. I would actually go as far as to say every single one showed signs of growth. Scalabous year towards the beginning of the season, didn't really know what his role was offensively struggled a little bit towards the end of the season. His offense still was suspect in a way his rebounding got a lot better and his defensive intensity exploded. Year became the number one rim protector for the Kings, and I point to development for that from Dave Yeager and his coaching staff. Frank Mason started out the season really as the better point guard for the Kings. De'Aaron Fox much younger. Frank Mason had the experience. Went through that injury, came back, and uh, still was a, a little rusty offensively, especially attacking the basket where he found success early on, but he got a lot better distributing the basketball. De'Aaron Fox is the big one. De'Aaron Fox at the beginning of the season had no clue how to run an offense and that's just being brutally honest but it's true De'Aaron Fox didn't know how to run an NBA offense early on you go to the end of the season where he's starting he's playing with different players and he's maximizing their ability his assist numbers have gone up he's using his speed to not only get himself open shots but open up the offense for his teammates I point to Dave Yeager's development for that how about Buddy Healed? Buddy Heald we talked about started the season in the starting lineup struggled came off the bench, figured things out. Towards the end of the season, he was one of the best catch-and-shoot three-point shooters in the league. That's development. There's so many things about this team that you could see him from day one or game one to game 82 and think, I see improvement there. And I think Dave Yeager and his staff deserve a massive amount of credit for that. So in that stat category, if I had to give a grade, it would be an A because Dave Yeager, in my opinion, there's not a better guy to fill that spot. If you don't want Dave Yeager around, if you think that Dave Yeager shouldn't be the head coach of the Sacramento Kings, provide me a name right now. Tell me who would you plug in in this situation that would be better for this team and what they're trying to do right now. And don't give me a a Phil Jackson or someone like that who's known for winning because quite frankly, I don't think this team is ready to win right now. Phil Jackson's philosophy probably wouldn't work with a young team who's trying to build up to a level where Phil Jackson's philosophy would work. That's why I like Dave Yeager in this position. So, Provide me with a coach. Give me a coach. If you don't think Dave Yeager is the right guy, give me a name. Share your thoughts about what you think about Dave Yeager throughout the season. Did you like his rotations, or did you not like his rotations? Uh, how did you think? What did you think about player development? Were you pleased uh, with the development you saw from the young guys throughout this season? Do you think the veterans played too much? Did the veterans not play enough? Should the young guys have gotten more opportunity early on? These are all questions and all opinions that you can share with me right now, and I want to hear them. At Matt George. KHDK on Twitter, or you can email me, mgeorge.com at saclocalmedia.com Send them in and it doesn't matter if you send them in immediately or a week from now when you've put all your thoughts together this conversation is going to continue throughout this summer because I think this is also a big summer for Dave Yeager well quite frankly this is a big summer for every aspect of the Sacramento Kings this summer is huge and by training camp and by the start of next season adjustments are going to have to be made from top to bottom and that includes the Sacramento Kings coaching staff so again share your thoughts share your opinions Opinions about Dave Yeager, the Kings, what you want from this summer, all of it is fair game. Send it to me on Twitter at Matt George KHDK, or you can email me mgeorge at saclocalmedia. SAC Local Media. That's S A C Local Media. That's going to do it for me here today. I hope you enjoyed this kind of in-depth diving in. A lot of rambling and back and forth, and I apologize for that. I am a huge fan of Dave Yeager. I don't know if you can tell or not. Uh, We're going to try and get him onto the show here at some point this summer because he's a great interview. He loves to talk basketball. He loves this game, Uh, and in, in my opinion, he is the right guy for this team right now, and I think he could be the coach when this team finally makes that breakthrough and makes the playoffs hopefully a couple years from now. It's also nice for the Sacramento Kings to hold on to a head coach for long term. That being said if this next year is terrible I would not be surprised at all if Dave Yeager and Vlade who's the head or the uh, general manager of the Sacramento Kings Vlade Divots, I would not be surprised if both of them are out of a job that's how important this summer is share me your thoughts i love to hear them we'll continue the conversation we'll come back tomorrow for more sacramento kings content but until then my name is matt george thank you for listening to the locked on kings podcast part of the locked on podcast network you are locked on kings your daily sacramento kings podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day